Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. This is Dr. Pearly Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Welcome to my podcast. Hey, I dropped in to ask the question. I gotta, you know, I gotta know. And the question is, where is there? Where is there? <laughs> it's gonna make sense to you in a minute, in a moment. But first, you guys, you know what we gotta do. We gotta pray before we start our podcast. So, Father, we just thank you for being together here with us, for being in the midst of us, Lord God, for being amongst us. Um, Father, for being the head and not the tail, for being the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God, we thank you for opening our ears to hear our eyes to see, um, a heart to receive what the Spirit of the living God is saying to us, Father. And we come before you, we humbling ourselves, saying, Lord, feed us. For you said when we hunger and thirst after righteousness, that we shall be filled. So, Father, we give you the glory, the honor, and we give you all the praise right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you in advance, Father, for your rhema word. Amen. Uh, yes, I got to know, where is there? Where is there? I was talking to someone the other day, and they were saying, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And I stopped and said to him, well, where is there? (laughs) Where is there? How many of you know that life is like a puzzle? And God gives it to us in pieces. Now, he may let us see the whole, sometimes, you know, he may let us see the vision. He may give us a word, uh, you know, a prophetic word about the vision. You know, he said, write out the vision and make it plain, right? And though the vision, Terry, uh, just wait on it because it will surely come to pass, you know, but it, it's going to take some time to come to pass. Why? Because he gives us pieces to the puzzle, pieces, pieces to our purpose in like puzzles. He gives it to us in pieces. Um, because faith is the substance of things hoped for. If you could see everything, you wouldn't need faith. You don't need faith to hope in something that you can see, right? So it, um, where is there? There is right now. Um, we, we look at things and we say, okay, uh, uh, it, like it's a far off. Like, okay, say you get a word that you're going to have this big uh, worldwide feeding uh, mission. You know, you're going to feed the world. And that's awesome. And and I believe it and I receive it and all this stuff. But it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to start tomorrow feeding the world. Um, How many of you know he tells us he's like despise not to the day of small beginnings? Because there's a preparation. God always prepare us and process us for the place. So we can't skip steps. So despise not the day of small beginnings. When we're faithful over a little, that's how he makes us ruler over much. If he can trust you with $10, he can trust you probably with $10,000, all right? But if he can't trust you with $10 to give $10, he's not going to be able to trust you probably with $100. You know, um, I'm just saying, when we're faithful over the little, that's when God can make us ruler over the more. So where, where is there? Where is there? You know, it's kind of like, like I said, life, he gives it to us in like pieces of a puzzle. He said, uh, if you acknowledge me in all your ways, I will direct your path, right? Uh, the footsteps of a righteous man or a woman are ordered by the Lord. He said, footsteps, it's a step at a time. It's a second in time. It's a minute in time. It's a moment in time. You have to work, walk in it, walk it 
out. You have to walk it out. It's not going to just happen overnight. And you're not going to be able to skip the steps. Um, because that's all part of the preparation. That's all part of the process. I like to tell people you're definitely going to have to have character to go with the call. Many are called, but few are chosen because only a few want to answer. But, uh, but we have to have character. Our character must be developed um, when he brings us into the place so we don't hurt the people. We have to be spiritually mature. Having a gift does not make you spiritually mature. The gift comes from God. Let's not get that confused. You can be proud. You can you can um, be a good teacher and be a baby. How many of you know uh, that a good teacher teaches himself first? So I like to tell people, don't teach it if you're not gonna live it. Why is that? Because uh, that you know that's gonna make us a hypocrite, right? So, but where is there? When you look at life and you, and you look at it as this great, it's kind of like the Bible. You look at the Bible and you say, oh my God, it's such a big book. Where do you start? And it causes you to be so overwhelmed because it's just such a big Bible. And there, where is there? If you don't have a vision, if you don't have, if you don't have a vision, there is going to be nowhere. And there is never, you're never going to get there because you're really not going anywhere. So where is there? So there is right now. Now faith is, it's right now. I like to tell people, whenever you have done God's will for your life for today, you have fulfilled God's purpose, will for your life for that day. That's a piece of the puzzle. How many of you know that the way we build is when we do? He tells us about, the, he, uh, Jesus was telling the story about the wise man and the foolish man. He said, first he said, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, lest you deceive yourself. He said, it's like the wise man. The wise man, he built his house on the rock. And when the storms of life came, it did not fall. But the foolish man built his life on sand, on circumstances, on what he could see touch, taste, feel, hear. The carnal-minded man built his house on the sand. Okay, so then when the storms of life came, great was his fall. His life fell apart. And you can kind of tell when people's lives are built on sand because when, when life hits, when tribulations come, when the tests come and the trials come, they tend to fall apart. Um, the house wasn't built on the rock. The rock, the word, the word. How many of you know that the word of God, it, was, it will anchor your soul. It will anchor your soul. He can give you peace in the midst of chaos. He, the word of God, if you hide it in your heart, it, be, it will You not only say I, your word if I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. But if we put the word in us, it will anchor us. We'll be like trees that's planted by the rivers of water. Um, And when the times of storms and the winds and the waves come, you may sway back and forth, but you won't be moved because you're rooted and grounded in the word, in the Lord. Your soul is anchored. So the wise man... Every, the wise man built his life on the rock. He built his life on the word of God. But not only did he build his life on the word of God, he built his life on the works of God because the wise man, he is the builder. How many of you know that every time we do what God say do, we're building. We're adding another brick. We're building. 
Um, we have to follow the instructions in order to uh, see the manifestation of the vision, to see the manifestation of of, of the word. Uh, we must activate. We must do what God say to activate our faith. How many of you know that? Just knowing the word is not enough. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, lest you deceive yourself. Um, the greatest deception is self-deception. The greatest deception is self-deception. So every time that you're building, when you're building, every time you give a word, I mean you do the word, you're building. Build To build is an action word. To do is an action word. So the wise man, he heard the word and the wise man did the word and that's what made him wise. He was a doer of the word and not here only and that's what made him wise. So where is there, if you're looking at life like, oh, I'm going to get there one day. I'm going to get there. Well, if you are born again believer, you're already there. The Bible tells us, he said, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're in right standings with God already. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't, don't overwhelm. It's just today. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of its own. It's just my obedience to God today. It's, it's my, my love for God causes my obedience to God. And the way we serve God is when we serve others. So a lot of times we like, wow, we don't know what to do. Do what Jesus did. He fed the hungry, clothed the naked. That's where you start. That's your starting point. Despise not the days of small beginnings, but Jesus washed people's feet. Come on now. He said, I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. So um, as disciples of Jesus Christ, as we learn to serve others, um, that's how we begin to grow. Um, that's how we begin to build. Why? Because that's, we're doing what the word say. We want something big and majestic and we want this big word. Um, but that is the word. But when, sometimes when we don't like that word, we go try to find another word. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, lest you deceive yourself. He's not, he's not, um, you're not going to bypass. Any, let me tell you why. Because God loves people. And he wants us to have some character to go with the call so we don't hurt these people that he so dearly love. We have to be mature enough to rebuke, not just edify, not just exhortation and edification, but we have to be mature enough to rebuke people. How many of you know that what the Bible say that if you are a servant of men, you're not a servant of his. We have to be delivered from the people before God can deliver us to the people. Well, what are you saying? We got to care more about what God thinks than what people think. It's easier trying to satisfy one person than trying to satisfy, than trying to please a whole bunch of people. Uh, we need to, we got to be God pleasers and not man, men pleasers. We have to decrease so he can increase. So we'll know it's not about us, but it's all about him. We must, whosoever loses life for Christ's sake shall find it. So where is there? Quit looking at life as I'm going to get there. No, look at it as today I'm going to do what God said. I'm on my way to where I'm going. Okay. Look at it like that. You won't, that way you won't get overwhelmed. You won't be so discouraged, but don't just not do nothing. Because when you get discouraged, it causes you not to do anything. When you look at that Bible and you see how big it is, it just causes you not to want to read because you don't know where to start. 
So I like to tell people, start with you because you're the main subject of your own life story, right? So what are the issues that's in your life? Our goal, I don't know about you, but he said he wants us to grow from faith to faith, glory to glory, right? I want to be a disciple. Jesus said in John 8, 31, 32, if you continue on my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free, right? Uh, because slave, uh, uh, being a slave, when we sin, it causes us to be a slave of sin. But the word of God, he said, you're clean through the word. As we begin to read the word of God, it will deliver us and set us free from the lies of the enemy, the devil that's holding us in captives, that's holding us in bondage. So quit looking at life as I'm going to, I, I'm going to make it one day. I'm going to get there one day because that is a, that's limbo. Okay. Those words are limbo. And if you don't put a point of a, a date on it, a time on it, and even if you don't make it on that time, when, when people start telling me they're going to do stuff, I say, okay, when, boy, that puts pressure on them. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it one day. That, that, that's not, that's not going to happen. It's like it's in limbo or they'll say, well, I'm going to wait to hear from the Lord. Well, you are hearing from the Lord. He said, my sheep know my voice. The devil ain't going to tell you to do nothing good. How many of you know that? The devil is only thing the devil's going to tell you to do is sit there and procrastinate and do nothing because that's what he wants. But every day that we don't do what God say is a day we don't do what God say. Okay. So when we get up in the morning, the Lord said, if you lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God and he will direct your path. But if we're not moving anywhere, there's nowhere to be directed direct you know what does he we have to give him something to work with right so as we acknowledge God and we get up in the morning we say Lord here I am you know lead guide and direct me I'm, I'm here today I'm acknowledging you in all my ways and I'm asking you Lord to direct my foot my path for you said that the footsteps of a righteous man or woman are ordered by the Lord if, if, when, if you'll learn to live like this you will be content you will be content. But if you always talking about, uh, I'm, I'm going to get there, you're going to always find yourself trying to get to somewhere. Where's there? And even in that, you know, when you write out the vision on, on your board or wherever, you're still going to have to understand it's a step at a time, a minute, a moment in time, a day at a time, just daily, every day, being obedient to what God say. He said, those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. So if we, we follow him daily. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, right? He maketh me, he, he make it, he leadeth me beside the still water. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He, the shepherd will lead you. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is there to shine light and to show us which way to go. Isn't that why they got the street lights up? The street lights, um, they're there to help guide us, to keep us from driving off the dark roads. And that's why we got headlights. So when you go on a, you go on a dark road and they don't have any street lights, uh, those headlights are there to guide you and direct you, to keep you from driving off the road, to keep you from hitting stuff. They're there to help guide you in the right way. You know, to keep you from crashing, to keep you from going the wrong way. And the word of God is a light unto our path, a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. It's there to guide us. And so as we begin to 
read the word. Despise not the days of small beginnings. We want to, we want to skip elementary and go straight to college. But the Lord says, you have no character. And if I release you, you're going to hurt a bunch of people. Or, or if I release you because you don't know who you are, you're going to be a man pleaser and you're not going to be a God pleaser because you're going to be more concerned about what the people think than what I think. All that comes through, through the process of being developed. Tribulations work patience and patience produce character. We got to go through something to get to something. So where is there? Don't stop. Don't let that. Don't let there overwhelm you. Right now is where you should be. Right now, Lord, today, what do you want me to do today? What do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to talk to today? What do you want me to say today? Where do you want me to go today? Because today is going to lead you into the place called there, wherever there is. And you'll be amazed that when you follow the Lord some of the places you'll end up in. You'll be like, man, I never thought my day was going to turn out like that. Man, I end up praying for this lady in the store. I end up doing this. I end up doing that. Why? Because when we, whoever you yield your members to, that's who you're going to be serving to. And we yield our members to righteousness, then we're going to be serving God. If we yield our members to unrighteousness, then we're, you know, we're, we're going to be serving the enemy. So where is there? It's right now. Right now. You know, I talk to people and I say, okay, so when are we going to do it? Let's put a date on it. Let's pinpoint it. It's not, it's, so what if it doesn't happen that day? At least it gives you something to aim for. Because procrastination will cause stagnation. Procrastinating, oh, it's going to happen one day. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it one day. When is one day? When is one day? And where is there? Okay, those are limbo words. Those words mean I'm going to do absolutely nothing. Those words mean I am procrastinating. Don't you get it? That's why I don't want to commit myself to anything because I'm not really serious about it. That's why I don't want to make a commitment. If you say, okay, well, let's do this, let's do that. But then you don't give, you don't put no date on it. It's chances are it's not going to happen. It's procrastination causes stagnation. If in order to move, we need some type of strategy. I don't. God is a is a, a God of wisdom. He is a God of wisdom. He's going to talk to. He's going to lead you into everything. The Holy Spirit is going to lead, guide, direct into everything that's true, into everything that's good, into everything that's right, into everything that's pure. That's his goal, to lead God and to direct us and to teach us, right? So we have, to, uh, we have to know the voice of God to be led by the Spirit of God. He said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger's voice, they will not follow. Because the stranger's voice is sent to, to guide you off course. The stranger's voice say, well, we can't, um, we can't, um, you know, we can't feed the homeless right now because... Um, we don't have our building. We don't have our grant. We don't have our nonprofit, so we can't feed the homeless right now. Um, we can't. We can't clothe the naked right now because, you know, we uh, we ain't, we ain't got no donations, or we ain't got this, or we ain't got that. But the Lord said, "What is it you got in your hand? What is it you got in your closet? 
What is it you got in your food pantry? What is it you got in your pocket? There's never an excuse not to do what God has asked us to do. Because whatever God asks us to do, he will give us the provisions to do whatever he's asked us to do. So despise not the small day, the day of small beginnings, because some of us don't want to do the small things. We just want to jump straight into the big things. Um, um, but, you know, you want to go, you want to go preach to the masses, but then we won't even preach to the lady in the grocery store. Come on now. He said, we be faithful over the little He'll make us ruler over much. Despise not the days of small beginnings. It's so important that we get busy at the Father's business. What is the Father asking you? And listen, like I said earlier, don't confuse church work with God with the world's work. It's two different. It's two different things. In the church, a lot of times we're serving the saints. These are people that's already saved, already well. Most of the time, we pray for the same people every Sunday. You know, there's no condemnation because we're going from faith to faith. But what I'm saying is, what is your community service? What is your service to your community? Because outreach is Christ reaching out. The way we serve God is by serving others. So if we're not serving others, then we're not really truly serving God. Jesus said, when you've done it unto them, you've done it unto me. The way you'll know my disciples is by the love that they have for one another. Love is a, a is an action word. It's not in what you say, but it's all about what you do. That's how you'll know uh, if someone really loves you. It's not it's not in what they say. It's in how they treat you, and it's what they do for you. Because people who love you are people who support you, and uh, they're not just takers, but they're givers. It was for God so loved that He gave. Love is giving. When you love someone, it's going to compel you to want to give, not just to that person, but people, period. When we have the love of God in our heart, because you don't have to know someone to love someone, not when it's the God kind of love, because even sinners can love those that love them, right? So you're, you're going to get there. You, you, they said, I'm going to get there one day. I say, you're already there today, because this is what you have right now. So what are we going to do with our right now? Don't worry about the about later. What are you going to do with your right now? Because your right now is part of your building process. Your right now, you have to do the paperwork before you can get the nonprofit. You see, you can't put the, the, the cart before the before the horse. There There's a process and an order to things. So it's not going to just happen. Even though, like I say, even though God promised, gave them the, the, the land, he already prophesied to it. He already told them that the land is yours. It's yours. I believe it. It's, it's ours. The land is flowing with milk and honey. And it was ours. The vision was true. Everything. Got, um, but the reason it didn't come to pass in their life is because they didn't do their part. They did not believe him. They had a heart of unbelief. And we have a part to play. Even though we have a prophetic word, there's going to be some things sometimes we're going to have to do in order for that thing to come to pass. I'm going to end it here. You guys be blessed and be encouraged.